At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It's closing time. You're with Rick, Dan and Mark. It's the Chats Cats podcast. You're here, you're not there, you're in everywhere and here we are, guys. You're almost not here. I'm not going to be here soon. Oh, you're very sick. Yeah. What are the symptoms that we're dealing with right now? Got a super crampy tummy and I just did a wet poo. Yeah. yeah. I reckon he's got the old gastro. So I'm going to... Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Sit far away. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to swap mics at the end of this? I don't want to do anything. We'll get you. through it. I don't even want to be in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Moss came back from childcare on Tuesday last week. Mm. Yeah. They said he's just spewed everywhere. You need to come and get him. So childcare, you cannot leave your kid there if they vomit. You could take your kid there with both noses running faster and further than Elliot Kipchoge, mm. but you cannot let them go when they're vomiting. Really? So it's like gastro nozone, but every other sickness just come. Even like chicken pox and measles? Everything. Really? Oh, I don't know, probably. No, not. I wouldn't think so. But like you go there, the first week that we had him there, they had this sign on the door and they used to update today in this session or yesterday's session, we've had this, this and this illness. And I reckon the first time I took notice of the board, it was like hand, foot and mouth, um, like, I don't know, syphilis or something. It was like fucked up. Really? <laughs> syphilis. Yeah. So you're like, Jesus. why am I sending my kid here? Oh, like, no. Could expose him to all of these yeah, types of illnesses just by going to the Elizabeth Shopping Centre. Dick's <laughs> going to fall off halfway through the week. You went fishing, Dan. Oh, yeah, I did. It was, you know what? I had this secret spish, uh, no, hang on, I'll start, start that sentence. Did you have a spishing a, a secret spishing expression. A suspicion. I had a really good, it's not even a secret, it's in like plain view, but no one fishes there. And now I went back after about 18 months I hadn't fished for a while. I thought, no, nah, I've got to get back into it. Went back Sunday. The whole cunt has overgrown. It's it's now not a, a spot to fish anymore. Very difficult, very upset. And I used to be able to like cast, put a line in, and within five minutes, bang, 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 I'd get all these fish. And I'm talking like over 30 centimetres. It's gone. And it's carp, the most fucking... First, first time I went fishing and actually caught something was with you mm. and we were fishing at that Onkaparinga thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Threw it in and you're like, Mark, you're going to catch something. I'm like, no, I won't. And we were catching carp. Mm. The most useless, shittiest fish ever. But in my mind, it was like the most amazing thing ever. No, it's brim. Brim. Just to reel something in was like magical to me. Yeah. It's yeah. a good feeling when you catch something. Oh, brim, yeah. Brim, even, even brim's if you have fun to, to fish for. Mm. It's like... Yeah, and we had the situation where we I was trying to get the hook out of the fish's mouth, couldn't do it, and you had to do it, and it was like a race to save the fish's life. Yeah. And we eventually did it, got it back in, swam away a little Just bit wonky. it to the top. It, it, might, it probably died two minutes later, but it was still fun. Yeah, it is. Lots of, I've taken you fishing too, haven't I? A couple oh, of times. I've gone fishing with you, yeah. Yeah, yeah you like it? Taking or, you. Sounds like you're taking me out on a charter boat or something. No, nah, just to the bank. Just to the riverbank. Just to the bank. <laughs> We're on, we're on a jetty. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, oh yeah, that's one thing that really bothers me now is I'm I'm all about catch and release. Like I don't like any size. I don't care. I'll just, oh shit! 
You, so if you catch a King George whiting, you want to throw it back? Yeah, I can't be bothered. The amount of like scaling, gutting, all that crap at home. It's, it's a lot of work, isn't Yeah, and like doing it down at the beach, it's like a little bit dirty. I'm like, no, I'd rather just throw it in the water, let it live. So it's just a genuine hobby. Yeah. Because there's obviously a lot of people out there that want to catch a fish so that they can survive mm. life. But a lot of people don't know this. Like brim, uh, legal size is 30 centimetres. That fish is almost 30 years old to get to that size. So you're ending a life of 30 yeah, years. Yeah, something that's, that's like as old as us. And like you think if you catch five or six of them, you've just ripped like yeah, I'd cut it almost 200 years. It. Yeah, <laughs> 200 years out of the river. That's crazy. So yeah, anyway, I went, went back to my favourite spot. I was fishing yeah. for carp, which you're not allowed to return to the water. Wow. So it puts me in a predicament though because I'm like, so I do this thing and I take the carp off the hook and then I'll leave it about a metre and a half from the water off a one metre bank drop. If the carp can flip itself back into the water, <laughs> oh. I didn't throw it back. If a pelican comes and eats it, bad luck. And if it just dies, then bad luck. But I'm giving All it right. a second chance. That is the trait of a serial killer. I think so. I'm sorry. Yeah. Are you supposed to like club them over the head or something? It's so messy. Like I don't. Ha- I need a, a killing tool, and I know how much damage they do. But it's like fuck. If if I'm going out for four hours and catching one fish, I'm really not making a dent. Fishing in that. with bloody Ivan Milad over here. That's mm. crazy. So I do believe, based on what you've just told me, that you used to go to this place quite a bit. Yeah. And now that you haven't been there. I thought you were going to say there was people everywhere. It used to be a private place, but ah. there's everyone. Ah. I believe that you not going there regularly and feeding the fish, although they were getting out of the water and mostly not coming back, I believe that sent the fish away. They've gone to somewhere be. else to find food. But I have another thing, another theory. Well, and that sort of doesn't work because the first time I ever went there, I caught like 30 fish in two hours. No, because Grandma Pamperson used oh, to go yeah. there twice a week. I think something's changed. So that spot and fish like to sit in spots where the river isn't running. So I reckon something on the base of the riverbed's changed where it flows a lot more where I'm fishing and that's why they're not there. So That's my theory. But anyway, that was my weekend. One fish. Very upset. Getting back into a little bit more running again. Oh, how are your hips going, Bob? How good is that? A little bit okay. Yeah? Like not too bad, but if I looked back on Strava eight weeks ago – I ran 30Ks in the week and I was in a lot of pain. This time, this week that's just been to yesterday, to Sunday, eight weeks, uh, sorry, 30Ks I did last week. So not much like in comparison to doing 50, 60s. And I'm not in a huge amount of pain, which is good. I can still, sometimes it feels a little bit, I don't know, a little bit sore. but Like crunchy? Nah, not at all. It's just like a dull, it's very light and dull at the moment. It's not, not a really sharp stick. Yeah, so it's not like the ball joint or anything. I don't, like, know, mate, I don't know. Yeah, okay. He's, but he's coming back. But that got me. I was scrolling through Strava because I was just kind of a, like avoiding it like a plague because it's embarrassing watching all these other people doing runs and I'm just sitting at home like a fat cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, fl- I'm flicking through Strava yesterday and there's this guy I know down in the southeast, Owen. Shout out to Owen. This guy's so fit and he works, he not works, He's on. he lives on a farm. That he owns, right? Sometimes he runs out to his paddocks to turn the fucking irrigation sprinklers on. And, and what's the distance there? It's like sixteen k's. <laughs> so <gasps> he run no, he runs out eight k's to the thing, turns on the sprinklers, runs back, and then he goes back at night to switch them off and no. rotate. Wow. Are you serious? This guy's mental. So this is do the you, level that. Do you he's know how at, long right? it takes him to do that? Yeah, he's doing like four minute thirty pace. Oh, it's beautiful. Wow. Yeah, it's, he- it's hectic. <laughs> now, yesterday I open up my Strava. And it comes yeah. up with Owen. 
did 20K. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that's pretty normal for Owen, right? And then there's a photo. And the the caption is gumboot run. So there's this fucking weird community that has this gumboot run. It's like some charity fundraising thing where you run as far as you can in gumboots. So he ran 20 kilometres in steel-capped gunboots wow. at five minutes, seven kilometres. I don't think that matters. I think it's just whoever's got the biggest blister wins. That, <laughs> honestly, what is the most inappropriate footwear you could run a long distance in? I would say gumboots are reasonably up there. Number one's high Number heels. one would be stilettos, yeah. absolutely. Two, what about probably flippers. Going out to... <laughs> Flippers. Flippers. Flippers would be number one, I reckon. Number one. Probably, number one. Yeah. Going great. out, nice leather, sort of going out trendy shoes. I've had nights out where I'm with a group and, you know, we're going through Rundle Mall and we want to mm. get from Hindley Street to Rundle Street. Yeah. And I decide to, like, run, take off. You of course know, you do. Show of course off. You, do. you know, I go on runs, whatever. I'm, I'm fit. I play footy. That's probably... You play footy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have I not told you guys? That's the... That's the furthest I've gone with uncomfortable shoes, and it was very uncomfortable. Really? So that would be mine. Hey, you know what makes that even more impressive? What? Is the surface that he's running on must be fucked as well. It's yeah, not, it's not like paddocks a, and yeah, stuff. It's not yeah. a pavement or a treadmill. Yeah, like very bumpy and uneven. Yeah, yeah. So he's smashing out four minute 30 Ks. In normal shoes. In no, okay, in yeah. normal shoes. He was doing five minute seven, so that's like 11.6 Ks an hour. Wow. Like, most people can't run that. I'm sorry. Mm. They oh, can't. Especially not in gumboots. I think I once got up to 5.6 k's an hour. Brilliant. Like, once, when I was younger. That's about as fast as I ever got. 5.6 k's an hour? Yeah. What about when you were playing fullback for Ironman? Really fast. Hey? You got further. You would have gone faster than that when you are playing footy. I used to kill it, footy. Oh, yeah. For, for three we weeks, that was it. We haven't spoken enough about your football career. I think there wasn't much to speak about. There was three weeks of absolute According brilliance, you, and then I retired. After a few drinks, I reckon you tell me that Probably should have won the what best. What was the highlight of your career? Okay, I'll tell you what the highlight, I'm not even joking. One of my my clearest memories is this team was under 14s, undefeated for three years, right? Under 14s is a good level. Okay. The coach says to me one day, he goes, Dan, you're, you're the one of the tallest in the team, so you saw the ruck today or you go full back? Tallest? Uh, yeah, I was pretty tall. You're an early developer? Yeah. Why wouldn't yeah. he put you at full forward? Why, well, is it, why does it have to be full back? Because I was a fucking piece of shit for a long time. For two and a half, well, okay. two and three okay. quarter okay. years. Calm Very down. bad. Just start calling this guy Stephen Silvani. Yeah. And he goes, all right, mate, just I want you to watch their full forward. So you, I want you to stick on him all day. Do you know what? The ball never came into the 50. The guys down in their full forward line were on their ass leaning up against the goalpost. They got sick of standing up. That's how bad the game was. Centre, centre bounce. So you did a good job. Yeah. The guy got no <laughs> disposals, so I killed it. Do you know in the league I played my juniors in, we were so good that we mm. used to offer players to the other team when we knew it was a real shit team. Yeah. We used to rotate through this system. Did you hate that as a player? Hated it. Yeah. Hated you just wanted it. to fucking belt the shit out of them. Yep. Yeah. And I got put on this team one day. Oh, no. You got put on the other team. Yep. Oh. And like we used to give good players, right? Here's a question for you. Do you have a mindset when you were put on that team, I want to play good and show my mates up? Or do you want to play bad and let your teammates win? Yes. Good. I wanted to play good. It's a great question. Yeah. And this is... I knew that you would be that guy. <laughs> and you should be that it guy. It happens in indoor sometimes. Sometimes yeah. I have to go play for the other team. Oh, you want to sure. tell your mates, like, I'm fucking good. You take me for granted, bitches. So there's two thing, two reasons why, right? In junior cult football, I used to play at fullback, right? Yeah. But then 
this same situation, because we were so good at half time, we wouldn't rotate. So I'd stay in the same pocket and I'd be a full forward. Yeah. And I used to do pretty good. And it used to fucking grind me why I had to always be the full back. I was like, just let me be the full forward. Mm. So when I got to play on my mate who was the full forward, oh, here we go. I was playing as the full back. I just wanted to beat the fuck out of him. Yeah. Oh, and played like it. Howl him up. And I don't reckon he kicked a goal and it was just glorious. Hey, do you know oh, what I love what that. else is really bad about that, right? Not that it's that important because it's what under fifteens or sixteen. That is a very important grade. That's but, where you develop as a player and a person. But imagine if you are like a full forward or something that's kicking heaps and heaps of goals for your club and you're trying to get into like the all time record and then you've got to go play for another team. Those goals don't count for your club. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like all those stats are skewed. So that's a bit yuck too. Oh, well, what do you do? I know. What do you do? Hey, okay, here's a, one last question. So I was put in a predicament. Uh, the game before the final series a few years ago where a team only had, I think, four guys show up, um, I got offered to go goalkeeper. And I said, nah, too sus. If I start letting stuff in, it's going to be sus. So I, what I did, because I wanted to play fair, I said, I'm just going to sit at the back and defend, and I'll pass the ball to everyone else, and it's up to them whether or not they score yeah. or not. So that's how I dealt with it. But if you were put in a situation, and we had to win that game in order to stay in the finals too. So if we'd lost, there was a chance that other fixtures would, would have kicked us out. So where would you sit in that? Would you play really shit, try and kick a goal for the opposition, or sort of do something similar to what I did? Or go keeper and let all the fucking goals in? I'd play as well as I could, definitely. Rick? That's very noble of you. I think if, <laughs> if it was... So this is where it's fucked, right, as an adult. It, you're playing in a social league. Yeah. If it was a competitive league and for some fucking reason you had to do that for the fixture to go ahead at all, then – and it was like really meant something if there was financial interests on the line or – I don't know. Some, the proper rules should have been a 5 nil forfeit to them. Yeah. Yeah. That's but how you it, just wanted to play the game because you're already there. Yeah. We, you're in well, your clothes. Everyone rocked up. Everyone's just – you know, at social level, you either get people that are fucking – Loose cannons that take it way too serious or people that are sort of like us that will go, yeah, you know what, I'll fill in for you and try 90%. All right, I've got a, I've got a question for you guys. Tell me where you sit with this. In high school, we played year eight, nine, knockout cricket. It was called Super 8s. We rocked up at Seacliff High School. We had our team, eight people. They had six. My coach got in an argument with their coach that the game shouldn't go ahead they need to forfeit and we win. We ended up playing with eight, as we should, and they had six. They beat us. What, so, in a scratchy? No, it was a final. So it, it was Seacliff. So it backfired on us. They ended up winning. My coach was like, at the end, like, told you so. But he obviously didn't expect us to lose. He just said, forfeit because we have our players, you don't. How does that work if it's six on eight? So You just got less in the field? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You, they've got less in the field, right? Yeah. And we just kept hitting it to like their fi- – they had no fielders and we just <laughs> – Kept hitting it straight to them. And Literally got two people on each side. Yeah. Was, your so, co- was he coach your school teacher? He was my home group teacher. Oh, man. He would have fucking hated you. He loved me. Not after that he didn't. Yeah. So it, it backfired horribly. But in that situation, what should happen, honestly? Oh, I think you should at least play a scratch match. At yeah. least. But so like, like maybe call the game off, the game goes ahead, mm. and regardless of the result, you still win. Yeah, if it's a professional thing. It the, has fa- the fact that they could beat us with like two less people, and it's only, it's like eight on eight. Like it's not even 11 on 11. Mm. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's not a proper game. Was so, it a full oval as well? 
Yes. Oh, my they God. Had, they had less people than what should be expected in cricket, and we got soundly beaten. <laughs> it was bad. What he's not telling you is on their team, they had Alex Carey, Travis Head. Yeah. All these gun players. Oh, Shane now. Watson opened the ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just before we move on from this, you reminded me of something when you said people who go in there and take it way too seriously. Yeah. How much do you hate or do you just love it because it's part of the whole thing? You know the big fat Greek dudes in indoor soccer? Uh, what, what, like just in general? Mate, the any, ones that take it way too serious. indoor soccer team, clubs, anything, any indoor yeah. soccer competition you go to, there will be a big fat Greek dude or a team of big fat Greek dudes. This is so accurate. Mm. This is good. This and you know good. what they do? This yeah. is them playing. Ella, 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 yeah. Ella, Ella. It's not yeah. just it's that. It's like, far, shut up. And then they get all sweaty and they rub their sweat on you. It's not just that. You haven't even got to the violence. And they tackle oh, they are so, so hard. hard. Violent. Mm. Okay. So I played indoor soccer with a guy called Darren. He was like the English guy. He was my mate's dad's best friend. He used to play with us and we were like 16, 17 and he was always so competitive. He was a cop. He was just always just way too into it. Anyway, we were versing this team and it was full of these Greek guys. Ella, guys, Ella. Ella, Ella. They took it way too seriously. Mm. And I knew pre-game, this game is not going to last more than two minutes before someone's going to get red carded. Yeah. I was wrong. Have I told it wasn't two minutes. It was 15 seconds. Oh, oh shit. No. And I'm not making this up. He went in, the English guy, Darren, to tackle this guy into the corner. And it was that game where the, there's actually outs. The ball doesn't yeah, yeah, play. Yeah, sure. yeah. So Is this at Blackwood? Yeah, I think so the, I know this Darren guy you're talking about. So Good. the balls is bold. Yeah, right? he's so funny. Man- I know he's white as white as white. Manchester United support. He hasn't been in England. He hasn't been in Australia for Do years. You remember? Yeah, yeah. So they go into the corner, and sure enough, punches start getting thrown. They both got red carded, <laughs> and that was them. Was done the guy's the name Victor? Does that ring a bell? Yes. Okay, this guy used to throw Hang chairs. <laughs> I played against this Hang dude. On, do they wear Portugal tops? Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god! How crazy is that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, <laughs> they're actually lovely guys. They are. Yeah. And they own a couple of businesses. And but until they and walk over that, that white line, this is the shorter as, guy. Yeah, he's yeah. The shorter guy and the real nut one. Yeah. yeah. And then as soon as he gets over that line in the in the indoor thing, he just he sees red. Like someone clips the, his foot and the ball, and it's yeah. a fair tackle. He's like nut. Darren yeah. Roberts, shout out to you. He mm. was the one that used to instigate violence. <laughs> Like wow. he was the nicest guy ever, but he had the same problem. These people that walk over the white line and want to start fights, yeah, and kill people. Go and see Victor at his day job, and he's frying fucking fish and chips, and he's lovely. He sees you come in the door. I he bet goes, he, I bet he makes he goes, a good. Hey, fish and chips. Mark, how you going? Mm. Uh, come on, yeah. What do you feel like today, mate? Yeah, yeah. How you been? As soon as he's over that white line, he's like, Ella, I'm gonna fucking yeah. kill you. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how it rolls. That's very accurate. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, yes, all. Um. You wanted to talk about this latest update with Mossy and the ghosts. Yeah. Okay. So I, let's. I sent you something. Uh, it was a TikTok video I saw of this kid uh, in the bathroom staring up at the vent at the sky, saying good night to something. And the mum was like, "Who the fuck are you talking to?" Couldn't understand what's going on. It was freaking her out. She said that he's always talking to this vent that's on the on the roof. And it reminded me of Moss, so I sent it to you. Yes. Okay. So you said that Moss had apparently done something. Yeah. So on Saturday, we. Moss, Ren and I were on our way out to go to the playground. So I said, Mossy, I'm just going to grab this and this and get Ren organised. You go and hop in the car because he's quite capable to get down the stairs, open the car door, get in the car. He's like, yep, no worries, Dad. 
So he goes down the stairs. I went and got my stuff organised and I walked down and he's standing at the base of the stairs facing the car, chatting away. Oh, no. He's going, and the last thing I heard him say, he goes, look, it's my dad and my Ren and we're going to go to the playground. Do you want to come with us? And I'm like, Moss, who are you talking to? He's like, look, it's my friends. I'm like, what friends? And it's just like a bunch of this just keeps happening. Does he like just stare into the one spot? Is he looking around when he's saying? He was looking around, like, yeah. Oh no, spooky. Have you asked him what his friends are? Like, are they Halloween blue eyes? Yeah, but is it like an actual person, a girl, an older person? Oh, that's varied through the time. So it's never one. Just someone with their head cut off. (laughs) 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 Only explanation I can think of in this one is. The car is shiny. So is he just talking to his reflection in this instance? Oh. But I don't know. There's too many That's too many instances where he's done it that I could just put And that there's down. no reflections at either yeah. side of him. Yeah, I think he's I think he's either like a sociopath or maybe he's just seeing imaginary friends. Sociopath for something like that. That's not a thing. You know I can? No. no. It doesn't scare me that much. You know what would scare me? What? Like an ex-girlfriend rocked up at the house or something. That would be fucking scary. What, his ex-girlfriend? No. Oh, yeah, his. Good on you. Yeah. No, like, ghosts can't hurt you. Mm. What can hurt you? A scorned oh. lover, Mark. Um, Talk to me. Uh, poltergeists can throw shit at you. Of course they can. Yeah, we've seen if the film. If they're real. We've seen the film. Mm. But they're not. Devils get inside you? Demons? Yeah, we've seen The Exorcist as well. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of things can happen. Yeah, I don't think that's the thing. Mm, probably not. Yeah. I'm not scared about it. I think it's quite entertaining and I know you love it. I love it. I told you. I told you. I love I I don't believe in it, but it entertains the fucking shit out of me. How I much do it. you love it? Uh, 7.3, I reckon. Oh, that's a fair love. Out of 10. Yeah. yeah. It's decent. So love. it's right up there. But I can get bored of it real easy if it's not uh convincing enough, you know? Yeah. I can be real convinced by something and go that's pretty good. Like whether that's fake or not, that's a good job. Do you reckon then, based on that, if I did a very convincing job of saying Holy shit, I just saw something or whatever. Mm. Would you believe me? Yeah, well, I've said it. I, I remember the blurry cats that I used. I saw twice in my kitchen and they were a month apart. I've got a I per- haven't seen them I've since. I've got the best answer for this. But I know I saw something. It but- all depends on who it comes from. Mm. If it comes from you, I was going to say you, more so you, but yes, you as well. I believe it. But if it comes from someone that's a bit quirky, weird, that wants to believe in this crap, then you question it. Yeah. 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 Who has it come from? Well, if it came from Dan, I'd be wanting to shake his hand straight away. Yeah. Although I'd, I'm just I'd want a bit convinced. of like I think you're playing a really long game with that. What? The handshake truth telling. I've never lied. So <laughs> for the listeners <laughs> Do you not know about this? So for oh, the listeners. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't you Dan can't, yeah. is notorious for telling fucking wild outlandish stories. Yeah. Convincingly, okay, no, no. I, I, I tell He's things that don't liar. end in the truth. Yeah, right? oh, they're just yeah. stories that Heaps don't. True end in stories the truth. that don't end. In but the then truth. I tell people they're a joke three minutes later, so I don't lie about it and keep it going not for three always minutes. You don't. What do you mean? I've never not t- left something lingering. Mate, for I went to West Damp. I was at West Damp. <laughs> oh, I loved funny. my AFL dream team, and he had me believing that he finished what top ten for like the first few weeks that I knew you. And I'm like, you're obviously a guru. With twenty three, I finished. Yeah, and I believed that for ages until I found out that it was bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it probably was. So anyway, well, Dan was. tells these fucking bullshit stories that sound like they could be like they're really stretching it, but they sound they're like really they could elaborate. Be true. And yes, they're really elaborate and 
some of them are quite well thought out as I vomit in my mouth. And then the only way you know if he's actually telling the truth is we we I think we made you do this at one stage. We said we you have to shake on this, and if you lie, then something I don't know, yeah. some consequence. And it stuck, didn't it? Yeah. Hmm. So now you got to shake Dan's hand if you think he's bullshitting you. Yeah, that's the mayo-free handshake. But I just think you're playing a really long game with it. I reckon nah. you're probably like ten percent. I reckon you're probably lying and shaking, so that so <laughs> nah. that people trust you. You're building trust, and then one day you're going to come out with some fucking. But even wild if I was, story. even if I, I was lying, saying. he's saying if there is a ruthless lie that you've told that you can't reveal and you just need to keep going, that's the ten percent. Ninety percent, you'll be like, ah, oh, I was just joking. But they're the ones that don't really matter. They're the ones like, oh yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. can I can afford to reveal that that's bullshit. But there's a ten percent where you go, oh fuck, here we go again. I have to shake their hand. And he's twitching. Yeah. yeah, well, I can tell you right now, that's not a fact. Every time I've shaken a hand, it's been hundred percent truth. But the but thing Dan, is, if it wasn't, you wouldn't. At Parker, our purpose is simple: we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. Experience the empowering feeling of the Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now for April 1st. Lease the 2024 RX 350 Premium All-Wheel Drive for $5.28 a month for 36 months with $49.99 to its signing. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer in the Lexus Eastern area in its April 1st, 2024. Tell us now. Okay, but you wouldn't tell me either if you had a really hectic lie. I'd just have to I go on face value. i tell you the truth about everything. I've told you some really heinous shit. So, yeah, but I'm telling the truth. The handshake has been a golden rule of honesty. I'll tell you that much. Um, do you do it with everyone? Nah, no, only you. Because no one else knows that I'm like yeah. a. Yeah. So there's people talker. that you will lie to that don't know about the handshake. Oh, they know about it three minutes later, and I'm like, I'm joking. That's not a thing. Yeah, okay. Wow. So, like, an in- innocent one was like, I think I had a mate come over like five, six years ago, and we were playing FIFA for the first time. And I told him that I actually came 3,000, like 3,300 or something in the world in a FIFA online oh, competition. Oh, that's crap. Yeah. Man, you've got to get better. But do you know that. what? Like, it was so elaborate. I told him like how it all worked and whatever. Guess what? The th- about five minute story, he was like, "That's fucking crazy." He's like, "When's the next one?" I said, "Oh, I think in August or something." And then I just said, "I'm fucking with you, man. It's no such thing." Oh. But yeah, I'm very good at the uh, old elaborate story. Yeah, do, do like, you remember the FIFA tournament you had at your house with all those people? Like was, four rooms, like four, five uh, four play- TVs or whatever it was. Yeah, it was four or five playstations. Yeah, yeah it was, it was very like good. this was at the start of my FIFA playing, and I was really shit, so I got knocked out early drinking VB cans, and then I fell asleep under the stairs. Yeah, you did. That was uh, an epic night. It was. I think I had 30 guys come over. It was like elimination. So we just drawed a name out of the hat. Mm. Everyone played each other. If you lost, you didn't play again, and it just went right down to... Did you have to go home when you lost? No, nah, I just sat there and spectated. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. Every goal, though, you took an item of clothing off. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if a player scored a hat-trick, someone had to do sex acting. <laughs> 30 guys. <laughs> It turned into an orgy is what I'm saying. That's why I hit under the stairs. <laughs> all right, yeah. moving on. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. It's all in the press. People like us, we don't really care about it. Mm. I, I haven't. Yeah, I, I'm oh my God. no idea about anything, to be honest. Okay. So a few headlines. I'll it. give you the tiniest little bit of background that I heard, right? So 
she in 2018 wrote a, some news article saying that she was in an abusive relationship. The only relationship she was in at the time was with Johnny Depp, although she didn't name him in the article. Did you say 2010? 18 or something. 18, okay. Yeah. Since that time, Johnny Depp was pulled from Pirates of the Caribbean. He couldn't get any jobs. He wasn't working, basically. And he's gone, hang on a second. This isn't even true. Like, And now I'm losing work over it. This is bullshit. So he's then gotten to a point where he's gone, I can't take this anymore. I'm going to sue her for defamation or something like that. So the court case comes and she goes, no, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to countersue you. So he's suing her for $50 million. She's countersuing for $100 million. Wow. What, what's her, like her $100 million for? Saying I am telling the truth. Oh, so, so she, you can't it, sue me for defamation because I am telling the truth. So I'm going to countersue you for then trying to wow. discredit yeah, me. Yeah, right. Okay. It's just nasty shit. Mm. This is the sort of shit that if you and Alison had a fight, it would be like, Hey, um, give me a thousand dollars. No, fuck you. Give me two thousand. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything to them. Yeah. It's just money that pff, throw it away. I'd love to countersue someone for fifty million dollars. Mm. <laughs> right. hundred. Yeah, hundred. Hundred million. That would be nice. So, forget the rest of the shit that's gone on. It's like this crazy trial. It's all being televised. You can watch it live on YouTube. It's this whole thing, right? Mm. The one thing that caught my eye, and I don't know if it's because it's poop related or whether it's just because <laughs> it's funny. That she shit on his bed, like took a big, full, human, steaming feces shit on his white sheets in his bed. Like a squat shit or was in the bed and shit it? No, no. Like, I've deliberately come here to poo in your bed. Oh, no. Are they, are they calling this the me poo movement? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I had to get that in. Not bad. Oh, good oh I love it. Oh, look, joke wasn't it. that good. It stank a bit. But. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. My theory is, right, she's not young. She's not young enough to shit herself, so it's not an accident, right? Could you be friends with someone who you know has, like, violently pooed at someone? Yep. Um, <laughs> do you know what? So, 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 like... The only real pooey stories I know about was, remember my story about the sneaky poo guy that pooed in the margarine, covered yeah. the poo up? You so, couldn't be friends with that guy nah, after, nah, surely. I, I didn't know him, but... Just a story, huh? You don't know his name? Nah, no, nah, it's in New South Wales. Yeah, that uh, what? Can we handshake on that? Mm, don't know. I, <laughs> oh yeah, you can. Yeah. How old is too old to poo to like fight with poo? So forget this guy for a second. Mm. In an argument, the craziest argument you could ever come up with. When is it too late to throw shit at someone? I, I'm thinking four years old. <laughs> I think two. <laughs> I think two is the age where you go, nah. this is a number two, I'm two, stop. <laughs> Four so years old is like, okay, that was a bit weird. You're almost in junior primary school, but I can accept it. I think I agree with Mark because toilet training also comes into it. So if you're on the run or on the go, right, and you shit in your nappy, it's very accessible. Yeah. Reach behind and so, just go, yeah. you know what, so I've until got some you brown get in here. Na- <laughs> get yeah. The nappy is the... Um, the okay point. If you're still Keep in mind when discussing these ages, Dan thought that Tiger Woods hit a hole in one when he was three. So he's a little bit <laughs> unsure with these Mate, years. He, <laughs> he can still hit a hole in one at three. Three years Yeah, on old. a mini putt-putt course. Yeah, maybe. in a mini putt-putt. Oh, like, Your question was shit. Tiger, you've just started talking. Can you hit a hole in one on a full-size adult golf course? Maybe. <laughs> Give me a club. All right. So let's agree that it's very young. It's not yeah. 30. Right, I reckon she's around 30 or 36 or 35 mm. or maybe even 20. Who knows? Way too old to poof at someone. I know a woman who's over 60 years old who shit in a bag. 
no, sorry, this wasn't in a bag. Shit directly on a scorned lover's doorstep. Did what for? For anger. Like, really? How dare she you? She didn't even light it? No. She hasn't seen the film Billy Madison? Get yeah. a ri- like, where's the originality there? You know what? Actually, this is bringing up a lot of videos coming from. Um, I must have been following, oh, I must be following Melbourne's news on um, Facebook, but there were a lot of joggers in the CBD of Melbourne doing poos on people's like, front yards. What? Yeah. And not this year. It was like <laughs> just just in the middle of COVID or just uh, um, before COVID. There was a real poo problem. There There's was a like, poo pandemic. Yeah. And there was, I think there was a couple here too. But it's joggers are a pooing bunch there. What do you, I mean, that's true. Hmm. You get the exercise shits and you've got nowhere to go. What are you going to do? Well, obviously shit in someone's front yard. Hey, I sent you guys a photo of the treadmill poo gentleman yeah. the other day. Did Was he what you expected? Uh, yeah, right on. Yeah. Yep. Stereotypical sort of yep. behaviour. Yep. White New Balance sneakers, mm. long white socks, yeah. like basically walking board shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Like baggy. Uh, it was actually, yeah, very accurate. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, the good thing about a treadmill is if he does a shit on the treadmill, it's not going to stay on there long, is it? <laughs> Still, it, mate, that stank though. It was yeah. in the vicinity for a long time. Anyway, there is a petition now to have Amber Heard removed altogether from Aquaman 2. How many how many signatures do you reckon it's got? Oh, big movie like that, like two Look, million. I think God, I'm I'm going to go out here and say I reckon at least eight hundred thousand. No, eight hundred million. Am I close? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've seen the number. It's two million, isn't yeah, it's it? Two point seven, <laughs> nearly three million. Oh right, yeah. People want to go on, cancel it. They're, mm. they're all saying it because apparently, <clears> so there's more stuff than the poo. The poo is just the most interesting part. Like I just can't get in my head if I was having a fight with Rachel. The l- it's not even going to come into contention as an option. It's not the last thing I would think about. It's just never what I'm going to think about is I'm going to use my shit to get back at you yeah. for this fight. Okay. We've got Amber versus Johnny Depp. What about the public's view on it? The thing that I've noticed straight away is how many people out there are on Amber's side? Not many. If any. Not but many. Why? That, like- you do not, you, I haven't seen one comment that is bagging at Johnny Depp saying, let's go Amber. Everyone, every single person is fully with Johnny Depp. So is Which says so much about, obviously we don't know what character. went on, but like obviously there's a lot of people out there that love Johnny Depp as an actor and they want his... They're blindsided by it. I'm not saying that he's guilty or innocent or whatever. It's just, it's crazy to see it's only all for Johnny Depp and nothing for Amber Heard. Yeah, Has he been... Um, how bad has he been like in, in the things that have come out? Nah, just like pushed to his absolute limits with her being a C-U-N-T mm. and he's just like says down to down to her at the phone, he's like, you know what, I'm fucking sick of this, you're a fucking psycho or something like that, I don't know, just swearing. Mm. He's not. He's never hitting her or anything like that. You know what people are saying? Toxic femininity. Oi, that word is very hard to say and you nailed it. Thank well you. done. Thanks. Because I was reading about this and I looked at the word. I'm like, if I'm going to mention this on the podcast, fuck that. Like, I'm going to leave it up to one of you guys. Can you say it now? Femininity. <laughs> Did I do it? Yeah. And I'm just going to go to the Delmatessi Delma- <laughs> after this and get De- a Yeah, Delmatessi. Speaking that- about being PC, mm-hmm. I was reading an article today. The article reads The world has now, sorry, the word that's now banned as part of new respect at work training in the New South Wales Parliament. Now, how 
horrendous could you possibly think this word would be? Do you know what the word is? Uh, is it guys? Is it the one we spoke about in the emails? Hey, guys. Mate. What? Mate. In the new respect people at work training, or what is it? It's just called respect at work. Some consultation committee has come in, charged the taxpayer $202,000 to put a report together and basically listed a whole bunch of words. But on the top of the list, you can't call people mate anymore. What? How things fucking are, stupid Dan, is that? Things are getting out of control now. Yeah, this is right. the, This is the next step. I don't feel good about that. I don't feel good about it at I all. I don't feel good about a lot of stuff that's happened in the world in the last mm. few months. And this is the next step to complete and utter just devastation. Yeah. Well, I'm going to ring up my old mate. Vlad Putin and just say fucking end it now because the world's fucked anyway. Yeah. What about that really cool photo? I think that you sent it and it's made up of some artist oh, who's yeah. got bullets. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, I that's saw that. One of, that's one of the best things I've seen all year. Describe what that was. So a Ukrainian artiste has gone around and gathered, used uh, AK-47 or whatever it is, I don't know, some high-powered shotgun or not shotgun. They're like bullet shells. bullet shells. Yeah. She's gathered enough of these shells to make a picture and the picture is of Vladimir Putin's face and yep. the picture she's named Face of War and it is incredible. It's literally him. It is literally Vlad. It's perfect. How, 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 does, a, how does an artist do that? Like It's like those pictures you see where it's like um, Rubik's Cubes and they make them into someone's face. I don't understand. Like, People have certain how do you talents, visualize that? and you just go. I don't. And how do you get the colours right? I like, don't. I, it's I insane. Don't know. Imagine if we had to do that. Mm. Oh, impossible! I don't oh, know. write that off. Yeah. But that's one of the coolest things I've seen, and it. Fuck you, Putin. <laughs> um, what's the last kingdom about, Dan? Oh, okay. Yeah. So do you do you remember a while back? You guys asked me if I'd seen um, Game of Thrones, and I'd said. I'd stop watching after season four. And I, have you finished it, Mark? Was oh, it he hasn't started. Well, I've, I've never started it, but I want to see it. Okay, so you have seen it all. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And you are going to tell me about the ending and how it ended. All right, so I saw the ending. I finished watching it. Uh-oh. Extremely disappointed. And I'm with everyone. It's a, a yeah, big it's thing. Everyone last was, episode is shit. So, so bad. So anyway, just so happened, Facebook post suggested... Uh, Last Kingdom came up on Netflix yeah. and I was like, what's this? And everyone's going, yeah, if you like Game of Thrones, this is great, this is great. And then there were people arguing over what was better. And I thought, you know what? I'm sort of in that Game of Thrones thing now, like I've been watching it, so I'll keep mm. watching medieval crap. Put it on. Mm. It's fucking good. It's, it, I reckon it's better. Yeah. All right? I'm actually, I actually think it's less boring. There's yeah. less downtime in it, more action, a little bit more, less fantasy, which I didn't like about Game of Thrones too much. But it's, I think... a it's only got five seasons and they're doing a movie to finish it off, which okay. I think is good. Yeah. But then I thought, I wonder what the budget difference was. So Game of Thrones per episode was roughly $6 million in the first few seasons. Jesus Christ. Per episode, yeah. jumped up to eight, and then the last season was 10. The Last Kingdom, the entirety of the five seasons, $10 million. Oh, my God. And it's fucking better, I reckon. Wow. So I reckon, I, I really think if anyone out there is a Game of Thrones fan, go and check out Last Kingdom. I... I think it's pretty good. It's amazing the amount of good things that have been made off fuck all money. Now, one that comes to mind, just off topic, on topic, but very much something that I remember. Did you see the first film, Saw? Oh, is that, was that filmed yes. in Adelaide? 
No. Do you know they made that off less than $1 million? Yeah. And it, on IMDb, it's like 8.3 or whatever. Mm. And it started a whole franchise. Yeah. And of course, everything in Saw 1 is like, oh, yeah, like you could do that off fuck all money. And then as it went on, you go, ah, oh, now they're spending up. Now they have the budget. Yeah. So just to start off with, that stands out. And we mentioned on a podcast a few months ago, Terminator 1. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, compare Terminator 1 to 2 and you're like, James Cameron, well done. Because it's like you've gone from $5 million to $100 million. Hey, let Five me just million. Google where Saw was filmed. Because I'm pretty... I, I, I'm going to guess Victoria or New South Wales. I don't think it was even in Australia. Uh, oh, I heard it was maybe, like the showgrounds or something. Maybe uh, New Zealand? Um, no, 700,000 it was. Yeah, so just it, under one mil. Yeah. Bang. Uh, Victoria? September 2003. Yeah. Okay, in Los Angeles. Told you. Yeah, right. Okay. I don't, let down. So maybe that was like one of those nah, shit rumors. I, I knew the year because yeah. everyone in year eight at Blackwood in 04 wanted to get to the cinema to see it. A lot yeah. of people in at Blackwood used to go to the cinema after school to see M15 plus, MA15 plus. Yeah, yeah. And you used to buy a ticket, right, for another film at the same time and then go into another one. Yeah, yeah. And then they would come and be like, I see a ticket, please. Like all these kids in school uniforms. And their like, backpacks. Yeah, exactly. I remember that. What's your most hectic kill in Saw? Uh, you know, I like the I like the the classic ones, but I the one that really stood out to me, that really got to me, isn't a kill. It's when he has to cut his leg off. And he's oh, just yeah. soaring at it and he's lost the plot and he's like, I need to get out of here. That stands out to me more than any other kill. What about you? Well, I fucking haven't seen it. I reckon I've seen up to four, saw four. I haven't seen oh, it after that. You've gone further than I have. Yeah, but I, I saw two. You. I'm like, eh, I get what they're doing now. One is amazing. Two, okay, and then three. I don't know. Yeah, what it just starts going downhill. It's actually really hard to watch too. Fuck. Yeah. I think the worst part is when that person goes into the needles, into the syringes. Oh no! They have to go in the syringe pit. That's in number two. <sighs> see, I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. I already know what happens and I haven't even seen it. Like, oh, it's the worst part. Uh, oh. no, don't press that. Oh, wait, wait, hold off on fast. I have to tell this story. Okay. So on yeah. the weekend, yesterday this was, we went down to Glenelg with the boys. We went to the playground. Oh, the playground. Okay. I'm, I'm strapping myself in for this. So tell me what you've got. We're at the playground and the kids are loving it. Running up this thing, going down the slide. It was just glorious. Beautiful afternoon. Fucking sensational. Lots of people there. All the kids get along well. It's just like perfect. Then Mossy starts, like he loves mingling with other kids, right? He starts playing with this family. Are of, these real kids or fake kids? Of African kids they were. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And he's like, oh, do you want to go down the slide? Yep. So they're running around going down the slides together. Fucking sensational. Then these kids are like, let's play Chasey. Uh-oh. And he loves running. So he's like, yeah, sure. Now, the kid's three years old. These kids would have been ranging from, I want to say, eight to 11, like fairly much close together but much, and quite much older. Probably faster than them. Now, Uh-oh. this is where it gets interesting. So Moss is running around. He's nowhere. Like these kids are fast. They've got it in their blood, right? Mm. Fast twitch fibers, all of that sort of thing. It's just the truth. I'm not being racist. And the, the youngest of them all, the, there's a little boy, and he's running around going, nobody can run faster than me. I'm like Usain Bolt and he's doing the jeering with like the 
arrow oh, pointing wow. and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, right. Like kids going places. But like really getting up in Moss's face. Not like he's not trying to fight him or anything. He's busy. He's like, ha ha, you can't catch me. And then like getting out of the so way. He's boasting. Stuff. Boasting. Yeah. And then his mum was there and she's going, oh, your son's a really good runner and blah, blah, blah. And I was just something in my brain just went, I'm going to catch your son. <laughs> he came past me and he's like, oh, I'm the fastest in my family and I could outrun anyone. And I was like, oh, yeah. I said, I'll catch you. And he's like, no one can catch me. And I was like, I'll catch you. And he's like, no, you can't. And I was like, all right. Do you want me to catch you? And he's like, you can't. Oh. So I've crossed the hypothetical white line at Blackwood Soccer Club <laughs> yeah. and fucking started gunning this little fucker down, <laughs> sprinting. And then he starts like ducking and weaving. Like, yeah, evading. He, his um, agility was probably slightly better than mine because that's not how I train, right? Mm. Wow. So in this first little episode, he just got away from me. Mate, he's 11 years old. I don't think he trains either. <laughs> <laughs> this kid's absolutely rattled like this parent is fucking wanting me dead anyway just got away from me and then i was like oh yeah whatever mate and then he ca- he came back from i was gonna leave it at that i was like all right i didn't catch him because he just like sneaked he snaked his so way in a straight off. line you would have caught him mate i ha- i'll eat him for breakfast in a straight line <laughs> but anyway then I wasn't expecting him to duck and weave. So the next time he came back past me and he's like, told you you couldn't catch me. And I was like, all oh, right. <laughs> Put the backpack down and Uh-oh. I just fucking went. Pew! And I was like, I know he's going to try and evade me. So I was ready for you it. You preempted it? Yep. The and com- I was the like. The competitive streak is. He starts expansion. trying to duck and he starts trying to weave. And I was like, nah, I fucking got you, mate. I fucking got you. And he did it one too many times and he slipped on the ground. And I was like, right on him anyway. I could have grabbed him anyway. <laughs> so the only time he you could catch him. No, I was fucking just about to <laughs> grab him anyway. Over. And then you body slept. <laughs> and the ambulance had to be cool. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. And then I got him and I was like, I fucking told you I could catch you. And I just walked off. And it was so good. <laughs> and then he got back into his wheelchair. <laughs> so good. Oh, oh, oh. And I walked off and just did the Usain Rick has a real problem with like kids under 10 like beating him. Remember that girl that had those shoes in the, the marathon run? It's like fucking little cunts beating me. <laughs> Hit the button. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. All right, I'll go first. Yeah. This isn't a question. I'm not going to ask you a question. You don't have to give me an answer. I'm just going to tell you. It's okay. the easiest way to deliver a fact. It takes less brain power for everyone. Yeah. Since 1982, at least one Bayern Munich player has been in the starting lineup in every single World Cup grand final for soccer. All right, that's a fucking – I love that. Hang on, say I that again. That. Since 1982 – Yeah. At least one Bayern Munich player has been in the starting lineup for a team in every single Soccer World Cup grand final. All right, wow. stop saying grand. So well, it's a fi- yeah, it's a final. I'm sorry. Because I think that's rattling down yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I think that's yeah, that's a really cool fact. So if you were to get to an elite level playing soccer, forget the Premier League. Go and play for Bayern Munich because there's a chance that your shitty home country will end up in the final of the World Cup. That's awesome. I want to go home now and double check that and be like, You'll spend five hours on that, won't you? So cool. I love that. It's true. All right, handball, who's next? Okay, are you guys familiar with tailgate parties? Yes, in America. Yeah. What is a tailgate party, Rick? Tell us. 
So I'm going to go and get my truck. I'm going to pull up outside the game. I'm going to get my beers on my esky. I'm going to get my barbecue. I want one of those games. All right, that is extremely accurate. Um, more than 100 children are conceived annually at the Super Bowl parking lot during tailgate parties. I found that extremely fucking crazy. How many kids, sorry? More than 100. There's babies being made outside of the Super Bowl because of these tailgate parties, and I want to go to them. Hang on. So if someone's bringing a tailgate, so a ute, basically, <coughs> so yeah. how, where are they having I'm sex? I'm going to bring my truck. In the, in the cars. Like, but the thing is, you, you can't really oh, have a, sex in the two Mate. front yeah, seats. Yeah, heaps dark tint. It's fine. After you've had 25 Bud Lights. They're think, just having sex on the In on the, the back pond. of my car right now, in the ute, in my caravan, wherever you want, that is a stat, and I'm sticking to it. Good work. Oh, I was that. on Google, so it's Love real. That. It's okay. real. I got a good one, actually. Yeah. You don't have to imagine. Actually, you could. What do you think the largest insect ever to live was? Insect ever. Yeah. So the biggest one that's ever lived, what was it? So it's currently something now, but it was bigger. And it was, it was with the. Uh, I won't, I won't tell you that. Actually, it's, just not, it's not the daddy dong legs, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a good memory. Yeah. Yeah. How do you remember that? You don't remember anything? Because it's his Snapchat. I, it's his nah, Facebook yeah. I remember right. stuff. Don't you worry about that. Okay, so guess. What is it? Um, Insects, by can the way. You, can you narrow it down for us a little bit? Okay. First of all, how big was it? Uh, 75 centimetre wingspan. Ooh. So it's just three quarters of that's a metre. That's a big motherfucker. Not a praying mantis. I don't think they've got wings, do they? They don't, but I was running short on ideas. A moth. No. no. Silence uh, of the lambs. Guys, it was the dragonfly. Giant what? motherfucking dragonflies. And guess oh what? Oh, my. If, if you saw one of those that size. 75 centimetre. Yeah, and they were 247 million years ago, and they were such. Oh. <laughs> what? Then, uh, we just missed out on seeing yep. them. Yep. 247 million. Um, they used to capture fish. That's how fucking big they were. So I wonder how something that used to be that big has evolved to be heaps smaller. That's weird. Yeah. Most things evolve to be like bigger, stronger, tougher, That's smarter. That's a great point. Yeah, usually things get bigger. Did you just quote the lyrics to a song? Harder, better, faster, stronger. I like that. Yeah, that's weird. Work it Pretty harder good. and make it You know better. what? Maybe, maybe the big ones got extinct and grew that big for some reason because of the conditions and now the smaller ones are just smaller. Well, I guess what? We're probably never going to find out. No. Nah. We'll see you another time. Okay. I will see you there or I will see you on another time. That was very confusing. I don't know if you're going to come or not. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.